This is the Beige and the Bold, and today we are watching The Schizoid Man. I'm Ben Velding, and I have watched this episode since it originally aired. And I'm Derek. This is my first time watching this episode. You ready? Yep. In three, two, one, engage. I I had completely forgotten about this beard stuff starting off. How could you forget about this? It's horrendous. Uh, it's weird. Um... We, it's, it's even, a thing where Data tries to be human. It's even a bad uh, beard oh, green from like... for this, by the way. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I liked how they yeah. just kind of uh, went in and then opened the doors and then bam. Well, that yep. was kind of cool. But so, uh, um, e- even from a prop standpoint, the beard is bad. Like, it's not even a good prop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point out That's the a... deficiencies of the beard once it comes on screen. Yeah, so here's another um, female who lives alone with an old weird scientist male... And does know how to use the comm panel. Women in comm panels, am I right, guys? <laughs> um, maybe it's maybe it just happens when you don't give people basic education. Yeah, that because could be. you don't view women as people. And you keep them like a cage of vagina, and a little like when you keep them like veal, basically. Yes. We just wanted to be old, but not too old. <laughs> and also, we acknowledge that doing this is wrong, but we're gonna try. Yeah, no, we get. Yeah, we're gonna totally try to hit that. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is: Is uh, this is kind of an interesting pairing? Was my first yeah, thought. Yeah, no, they totally feel things. Yeah, what? <laughs> this was an interesting pairing, uh, Jordy yeah. and Deanna Troy. And then I mm-hmm. thought, Deanna Troy and Data. Why hasn't Deanna Troy been interested in Data either as a void of emotion or as a manufactured emotion? It seems like they should have yeah. been day one. Well, you know. Jordy just said, oh, sometimes it's like he has feelings. And Dan's like, ha, 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 Jordy, <laughs> androids don't have feelings. Right. But then later in this episode, there's like, oh, he's feeling intense jealousy. Like, how do you know that, Deanna? He's still a machine. Nothing has changed by his physical. Okay, look at look at the top. Look at the top of the beard. It's not connected. You can see some of the paint they used to connect the beard from the top to the bottom. You've, you've obviously got a better screen than I do. Okay. I'm not catching that. So. This is garbage. It, to me, it just looks weird because it's data with a beard. Yeah, I mean, also true. How did he grow this, this hair, is, or is this like hair he glued on his face? I don't know. Like, I assume that he has like a razor. And did, then, well, I mean, he grow. He works with Jorda, Jordy daily, so he would yeah. have seen the beard growing unless he went to his like config file and said, increase beard growth by 300%. <laughs> he could take a day. You know, see, look, look at how garbage that looks. It's like they glued some hair and then they painted his skin to like fill in the gaps. It's kind of a nice human moment between Jordy and Troy, but at the same time, maybe don't laugh at Data when he's making himself vulnerable to you. Right? Yeah. Uh, There's a few episodes of that, uh, which is just kind of, you know, I, 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 I feel like I, I need to protect Data even from his friends. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes you do honestly like i do talk about how he's like a super robot and things and that like he sometimes doesn't get jokes is his only drawback right but on the other hand the drawback shouldn't be his close friends and associates are dicks to him <laughs> and he doesn't know it like right uh, maybe balance that character better yeah because i mean that's kind of like um you have you have this goose who's intelligent and also lays golden eggs but the only reason why it hangs out is because uh, you've cleverly engineered a dependency on yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just in this abusive relationship with this egg-laying uh, 
golden egg laying goose. Uh, and it doesn't know any better. It doesn't know that it's a strong goose who don't need no man. <laughs> I just, um, like, hey, Data, I know on your other assignments, people treated you like equipment. And you, while you were good at your duties, you were never allowed to fully, like, grow or explore as a human. Because everyone treated you like a toaster. Like, we get that, and we're really sad. Um, is that a beard? That is hilarious. It's a beard, <laughs> oh, look, the android's trying to be human again. Oh, man, everybody, come take pictures. Everyone, come down to the cargo bay where you can laugh at Lieutenant Commander Data for his beard. <laughs> it's like a whole event. Yeah, there will be punch and pie. They send out just... e-bites. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, just just try to keep it quiet, everyone. Yeah, just yeah, come yeah. to the bridge he to doesn't see Commander know. Data's no, beard. I, I'm, I'm 100% sure he does not know that this beard looks horrendous. All departments will have staff reviews on the bridge uh, every hour until the end of shift. Astrophysics, please come up here. <laughs> We're starting alphabetically. Uh, the schizoid man. Which also, so is... as, as, a, as a term that's somewhat pejorative. Oh, being a schizo. Yeah. Uh, a schizoid, I believe, is the actual part of the diagnosis. Because schizoid behavior. Well, it's... Uh, um, derived from oh, schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So um, this episode is actually named for. I hope you guys like not talking about this Star Trek episode for a hot minute five. Um, <laughs> the name of this episode comes directly from the name of an episode of the 1966 series, The Prisoner, on okay. the BBC. I didn't know that. Where, uh, yeah, uh, the the story, the overall story of the series is that. There is a spy named Number Six who quits, and he's taken to a secret island where his will is to be broken by Number Two. Um, fucking Austin Powers. Anyway, okay. um, so uh, in the episode "The Schizoid Man," they take him, they brainwash him, and condition him to believe that he is Number Twelve, an agent of the shadowy organization who's kidnapped Number Two, and Number Twelve is supposed to pretend to be Number Six. I'm sorry. Uh, number okay. six is our protagonist uh-huh. and number six who has been brainwashed to think he's number 12 is supposed to pretend he's number six to break the will of number six who is actually played by the real number 12 okay wow um, that's a lot yeah of, that's a lot of uh pretending and really really being things so, so the deal is that our protagonist tries to be himself throughout the entire episode but he keeps failing at it, therefore dissolving his ego uh-huh. um, and making him susceptible to the machinations of number two. Uh, it's really good times. And the, the password is, ooh, actually, the password is Gemini. What's yes, the, eventually what, interrogate us. What do, what, what do passwords have to do with anything? Um, it's how the entire structure knows that number six as number 12 is not actually number 12 and that number 12 is number six is not actually number six. Okay. They, ultimately, the structure still needs to know if he's a prisoner or not. Oh, okay. Weird. So, um, yeah, no, it's the whole thing. But that's Troy doing her Troy thing, where she doesn't know enough about basic starship operations to. Yeah, but everyone else does. Like, if anyone yeah. should be weirded out, it should be this med med scientist in the back, where she's Dr. like, "Hey, Salar. yeah, Doctor Salar." It's like, no, I just I'm just qualified on medical equipment. What are we? Ah. <laughs> yeah, I. uh... Yeah, or even more. They're both lieutenants. I mean, yeah. believe it or not, Troy is a lieutenant commander. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, she t- they do not write her like a lieutenant commander at all. 
Not even a little bit. Right. Not even tinty tighty a little bit. Anyway, the, Dr. Slugger is played by Susie Plaxon, who I believe plays a Romulan and a Cleon later in the... Uh, oh. But anyway, I'll look it up. But she's yeah. also she was also Dr. Crusher's stunt double. So she, she's getting speaking roles here. Okay, that's cool. So you'll see her around. So uh, this yeah, is yeah. where we get introduced to the Lolita subplot, which is ugh, just super. Uh, first, up. we get the the old man who I, I guess stole those Sumerian tablets when he was but a young boy. Yeah, I was wondering about that as well. Like, where did he where did he get these tablets that have distinctive Earth like quality? Or did he just yeah. subjugate the alien species of this planet? Yeah, I don't know. He seems like an a-hole. He probably just requisitioned them for his research and then just, just for vanity purposes. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, not... that, that is a true story. We have another intelligent asshole. <laughs> Acting brought to you by Dark Place. <laughs> and I like doctors even less. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh God! Uh, the delivery's just yeah. Ask that, any but... patient like that's supposed to be some sort or somehow conclusive. Oh God! And oh man, look this freaking line right here. Jeez. Yes, Troy. Why wouldn't you have just hit him so hard? <laughs> Jeez. I just like this character. And the worst. and here and here's the thing that bugs me. Okay, so he ha- he he could put bleeds all this stuff. Uh, Troy is just like biting things back. And then later on, the the daughter, her, I forgot her name, and yeah. she says, oh, yes, he had feelings for me, and, uh, well, I had feelings for him, too, but maybe if I was older, and how could you have feelings for that? Like, he's, yeah. it's an abusive relationship. It's just... It's, it's, there, there's an extreme power dynamic. Why hasn't, why hasn't, you know, Starfleet CPS... No. <laughs> yeah, also that. Why, just give her the internet, firstly. Secondly, why hasn't yeah. Starfleet CPS taken this chick away? She's young enough. She can probably use the uh, the internet. I mean, just any form of education. I love you. Can I have, like, a book or something? No. 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 I were graves. This is how I love. Yeah, this I is just... how... I like how she just kind of is straight up analyzing him without him knowing. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got a job to do, man. Well, uh, apparently, in addition hey, to just the job, she's just efficient. She's like, oh, he's not distracted. I'm going to check things out. Which, uh, God, just for those of you counting at home, I think Data has three family members now to most of the other crews. One, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's family I, rich. Okay, so someone give me three accomplishments of Dr. Ira Graves real quick. Anyone? Um, three accomplishments. Some some sort of molecular cybernetics, being a chauvinist, being... Uh, I don't know. Having Darnay's disease. Final yeah. answer. Okay. So if he's a molecular cyberneticist, like, there are no other datas. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, lower, so, but I mean, that's some. Just, again. Right. Like, does he made another data? Is is he any good at anything? Yeah. I'm, yeah, no, that's like, a, a, a fair... Maybe he's, like, theoretical. Like, all of his brilliance, quote-unquote, is just on pieces of paper. He's never applied anything. Yeah, I would believe that Ira Graves is renowned by the galaxy for his ability to jerk himself off. I would believe that, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe he's not actually smart. He's just a really good, like, hype man. I mean, for himself. that's possible. We did talk about getting published in Time and Bullshit earlier. 
Yeah. So maybe that's his. Um, He's like, and now coming into guy. the lab is Ira Graves. So um, all he does is just look at Soon's work and just be like, oh, wow, how ugly. Well, does it f***ing work, Dr. Yeah, Graves? what if you don't? Let's compare it to your beautiful non-functioning... Oh, I don't see that. I don't see that anywhere. <laughs> you didn't even try, That's did great. you? You didn't try. Okay. <laughs> you didn't try. Uh, so I thought this tune was If I Only Had a Brain. I thought that was the title, not If I Only Had a Heart. Is uh, that intentional? Is that wow. copyright things? I don't know. I never... Uh, Wow, I never even caught that. That's. I mean, they, they're, like, they're, they're also like avoiding Wizard of Oz, but they always talk about Shakespeare. So it feels like they can't talk about Wizard of Oz because of copyright things. Yeah. I Again, I completely fell for something that I'm sure I was supposed to fall for. <laughs> no, if I only had a heart. That's what it is on the YouTubes. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, th- I could have... I mean, you know, I'm not good with song names, so... Yeah. But they do split it at some point. They do If I Only Had a Brain, If I Only Had a Heart. Yeah. A Home. Yeah. The Noive. Exactly. So, um... I think at some point here, he does actually... I kind of um, wanted him to go through all of the Seven Deadly Sins, just for completeness. <laughs> Wrath. Yeah. Sloth. It would be great if a demon just pops up at the end. He's like, well, Ira, look. You summoned me. <laughs> Not now, later. <laughs> we got a room for you right by Bender, bro. Right. It's not good. Yeah, he is not a good roommate. <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, you know, this is kind of uh, everyone Everyone who believes that they're somehow superior to Data, either through intelligence or humanity, um, just not even shy about feeling pity. Just will feel pity at the drop of a hat. I know, right? It's like, it's like, what the hell? Can you not like have a couple drinks first? Give us yeah. a pretext, or you're just prone to go on these long soliloquies about how much you pity Data and how great it is that you're a f-ing dying human. Yeah, you don't to never have the glory of <clears throat> dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I, I'd love to die. This is a real experience, Data. Real experience. He poops his pants. Oh yeah, you're missing out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here it comes. Sweet death. Oh, oh that prep isn't normal for this whole process. It doesn't erase my dignity or anything. It doesn't make it weird. That's my heart exploding. And there it goes. I mean, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. Is that uh, not soon? Uh, Grace is willing to whack jack himself off about humanity, but in the end, he's not willing to die. So, yeah. Um, uh, well, the other thing that's kind of interesting too is at the end, uh, he says, "Funny, isn't it? I'm talking to a mortal about how cool it is to die," and then Data says, "Funny, you know, I always have trouble figuring out what funny means." And then Grave says, "Yeah, me too." And so it's almost as if, right then, it could have been interesting because the whole dialogue was up to like how different we are, and they're like, "Oh, we have something in common. We suck at being." funny yeah <laughs> yeah and i think so this is bluster he talks about he talks about it a little bit yeah but uh, I, he was beautiful when he was younger yeah and i think oh yeah yeah we're gonna get that a little bit but i think it's yeah. uh it we're, we're also supposed to get a sense of this dude being somewhat erratic because of his disease yeah i don't buy i don't buy we we he's introduced to us so quickly 
I don't think you can have his character be erratic. He's got a little bit more depth yeah. than at, he does at first glance. But that's yeah. it. I mean, props to this episode. Um, we hit the main plot about 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. As opposed to in the last 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, the hook here is that Graves goes into Data's body. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, but, and... but we also kind of have... The, there's an interesting kind of subplot here because... Starfleet's like, hey, Graves is super important, you guys, so we need to preserve him at all costs. And so all costs should also include, like, who cares about Data? Graves is more important. Um, but yeah. Picard's like, nope. <laughs> F Graves. Yeah. I, um, it, would be, it would actually be better if Data was actually, like, a replaceable android instead of, like, a unique one-of-a-kind artifact. Right. Yeah, but, it was yeah, like, oh, cool. Works. I mean, I'll manufacture one. I mean, we have a replicator. I can just give <laughs> give all of my schematics to the replicator. Here you go, your own data. Now get out of my head. Yeah, everybody wins. Go. So his res- original plan was to put himself into into a machine. What what would Lolita over there have done? She'd be like, "Hey, coffee, please." <laughs> yes, Karina. <laughs> Coffee. I'm like, okay. Do you want to Vinci? You wanted a frap, Karina. Like, yeah. um, no, that's fine. And Just like all, all of his icons, like all the icons that he presents for coffee are like very lewd and suggestive. <laughs> it's like, why do you always give me these lewd icons? I just need, just show me coffee. I don't need you jacking off into a cup of coffee. <laughs> What's her up in that? <laughs> Would you like some cream? No. Oh, no. God. For the, for the millionth time, I don't want cream, you old bastard. Just, I just want to watch Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, I don't have an education, so the only thing I can do is entertain myself until I'm dead. And the only, <laughs> and the only thing I look forward to doing that is not having to deal with you ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. It just I don't I don't think that Graves' original plan was good. Also, this ring system I believe was made up in the remaster. Yeah, the the lighting too was kind of goofy. Like, where's the light coming from? Uh, and why isn't there a shadow? The way the light's coming from looks like the Enterprise should be casting a shadow, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <sighs> so, um. Yeah, so right yeah. then is kind of where you're like, okay, wait a minute, Data. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not Data. Like when he says, all no. things must pass. It's, it's an accurate turn of phrase, right? I mean... But he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't use turns of phrase. Like he always try, he tries to understand turns of phrase, but he doesn't, under, right. he doesn't use them. Um, yeah, right. So that should be kind of a tip off. Like all things must pass. Like a, a well-used turn of phrase from Data should be a warning sign. Yeah. And also, how does this chick not realize that something's up? Yeah. Um, Karina? I don't know. I guess she she should know. I mean, they spend a couple days together, but I guess maybe she doesn't know Data that good. Well, that well. Yeah. So, yeah. Think about how great it would have been if you had actually shown her that audio. That <laughs> or, yeah, just ta- taught her anything about astrophysics. Taught her yeah. anything about the things she was interested in. Wouldn't it have been great? Yeah, you're a stargazer. If only there was some way in this era for me to take you to the stars when you were a child <laughs> and a woman. Yeah, if I could have only done some thing, oh. some sort of depositing of information, a teacher. There's a premise. sharp right in this conversation. Yeah, I know, right? 
Oh, man. Aren't the stars great? Yeah, stars are great. So your old man wanted to bone you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Your adopted father? Super. He's, I, did I he was, ever... Has he touched you at all? I just... I need to ask for Starfleet purposes. Yeah, he totally wanted to get up in there. Just... I, just need, I need you to know before you fall asleep at night, the man that you spent uh, your entire life with and that you kind of looked up as a father figure uh, wanted to give you the D. Just oh yeah, totally. don't don't go to sleep without realizing that is is, is very important. It's good you know about him. It was his I mean, last I want you to wish. think of him as a mentor yeah. or as a person who he was not helpful or constructive in any way. He's just an old pervert. And his intelligence was just a faded memory. That man who would occasionally stop what he was doing and then, like, take the fishing pole with the fluffy thing on the end and play with you. He, <laughs> <laughs> it was really just the long con to yeah. get you into bed. Yeah. He had a single scruple, that guy. He had a single scruple. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and somehow that makes it okay. I mean, yeah. you can I mean, barely. You can have... <laughs> I mean, you can have thoughts and, you know, you can't really control, like, how your thoughts or what thoughts come in. Yeah. It really just uh, determines, like, what you do with those thoughts. Um, and so, to that end, he knew it was wrong, and so he didn't do a thing. Um, but he never once tried to rid himself of these recurring thoughts. He just, like, no, I'm just going to bide my time. Bide my time so I can put the D in her. <laughs> yeah. So this is possibly one of the greatest eulogies in, in television history. Yeah, this it's is like if the president had to eulogize himself. We need to get the president to write his own eulogy now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing funnier than this. <laughs> like seriously, yeah, a like warrior, a war- yeah, a yeah. man for all seasons. I don't even know what that means, honestly. The the warrior thing kind of threw me. I was like, wait, is he like an intellectual warrior? Like, how is he a warrior? <laughs> the unbridled modesty is a slow one right across the plate for the yeah. audience. And I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's- unbridled modesty <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. To know him was to love him. To love him was to know him. Yeah. It's great. It's, <laughs> I. It's just. It's it's intentionally bad writing, and it's not. Um, it doesn't feel bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, you definitely kind of. He's like, no, you're finished. <laughs> no, you're done. You're ruining this yep. whole moment. That's captains. They can perform marriages at space, divorces at space, <laughs> and they can also just wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they 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 have a wrap this. Shit up button called pulling rank yeah. yeah it's a bunch of civilians like doing a, doing a shakespeare play captain picard just stands up nope it's nope. wrapped up yeah wrapped up what <laughs> no it's wrapped up close the curtain <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like well he's a captain this is space yeah we have plays to over. It. plays over yeah. plays over plays over says the goyle killing it there sorry in the background a little bit for some reason i had you know, so when your body dies, you have all this bacteria in your stomach. And then mm-hmm. if you're on, like, an atmosphere, that bacteria grows, you pop open, and then, like, carrion comes and eats you. And so, like, when you throw it in this space, I'm like, okay, all this bacteria is just gonna um, just die. But wouldn't it have been interesting if, for some reason, all of the dead people that you ever eject out into space, like, somehow congregated and became their own planet <laughs> with all this, ba- all this bacteria just consuming metal and organic flesh that'd be pretty cool that would, that's fairly metal it's yeah i know it's it's brutal as fuck <laughs> uh so i just think it's so stupid that every episode with data completely focuses you know on family when data has family like, right oh, yeah no these are analogous family structures for data 
It's like, you know, he's, you know, he was made by people. There were a lot of people. He was made at the Ford Factory 762. There, there was a lot of union work that went into making it. He doesn't have a dad. He's just, you know, he's just made, been made. And that's fine. Well, the thing that, but, that bothers me is, you know, that Troy didn't... She either should have recognized that he was different right off the bat because she mm-hmm. ha- has been reading Data's emotions, you know, the whole time they worked together, or she should have been pretty keen on the presence of emotion because she was used to the absence of emotion. Either way, yeah. she should be able to wrap this up in, inside of a few minutes. Uh, the yeah. fact that she doesn't <laughs> bothers me. Loves Karina. <laughs> really Loves bothers Karina. me. Um, so, yeah, no, this... I think this is an episode where she does actually do a little bit to push the story forward. Yeah, but not nearly enough. Not, not... Again, the story isn't structured such that Troy can push it forward without just solving it. Right. She can just go up to him as he steps off the transporter and goes, Him, that's Dr. Graves. Well, I mean, I think you the could introduce... In that android. You could, well, yeah, and, and I think that's true. But if you make the conflict something different, like, okay, well, how are we going to get Dr. Graves out of uh, Data? And then Data goes on a rampage because he's trying to preserve his life. And then... Starfleet's also like, hey, what's the update on Graves? We totally need that dude lied because some other reason. Yeah, he, he, he was actually doing something after all. Right. You know, requisitioning Sumerian art. <laughs> for grins. Yeah, for grins. You know, so, I mean, you, she could solve it for sure, but then it could have been... Was this sarcastic? <laughs> or, is she, or is she just like messing with Data because everyone messes with Data? Wesley thought that Data had done something really funny. Oh. Like, it's more likely that Data had discovered humor that he would, that he would give an over-the-top yeah. um, eulogy for some jerk. I do kind of how, like, uh, Wesley isn't cowed here. It's like, what do you mean age? We're, like, the same age chronologically. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. uh, oh, my bad. So Data, um, another turn of phrase from Data. But it is weird that I think we established earlier that Data has been active for, like, 28 years or something like that. Right. So, uh, yeah, that is kind of weird. But, I mean, I do yeah, kind of like right. how... I like how uh, Wesley isn't kind of cowed by Data here. But he, yeah. he, everyone is just like, hey, dude, something's up with Data. Hey, everyone, let's go analyze Data because Data is all jacked up. Yeah. It's like he's not... I mean... You know, I guess it's like if, if a human suddenly started having significant shifts to their personality, would you toss them off to Counselor Troy? Or another competent psychologist. So, well, I mean, it depends on the context. Like, if we were all working on a manufacturing line, you know, on the break room, like, hey, dude, is anything wrong? Maybe you need a day off or whatever. But yeah. if you're working like with heavy machinery that can blow up planets, i.e., the Enterprise, then yeah, you say, hey, look, you should go talk to the Counselor <laughs> Troy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when you backsass the captain, you get a time out. <laughs> backsass the captain. I love it. He's like, dude, don't backsess the captain. You're getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that first eye and hypocrisy different from the first why and hypocrite? I don't know. The f- English. So, okay. Sorry. doesn't matter. <laughs> this has been your daily look at the subtitles. <laughs> um, yeah. I just... Uh, it's good. Like, there's a good conflict that... Like, instead of trying to make some sort of conflict where, like, maybe she's in her 40s and Picard romances her a little bit. and she's Yeah. It's the, just completely the... fictitious. Right. And that makes Graves look crazier. 
Right. And you're like, wow, you should probably not put graves in a robot body. Yeah. <laughs> and so this bothers me because this line right here that Troy's about to say bothers the crap out of me because it makes no sense whatsoever. It doesn't make a lot of sense now. Is it, is it the one where she says she feels the jealousy? Yes. It's like, ah, God, so much jealousy. Okay, is that, have you buried the lead, Deanna? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Headline, data feels things. It's jealousy. <laughs> Just, that's and then, not the right and, one to focus on, Deanna. And on top of that, nobody, like, she doesn't go any further. Like, yeah, jealousy, <laughs> that's it. Like, so, yeah, isn't weird, like, since you can feel jealousy, you can feel other things. So, is it weird that he either, A, feels a thing now and never did before, or B, feels things that he doesn't normally feel because of another entity in his head. Wait, wait, wait. Let's consult the Enterprise D official manual of Oh, yes. Stuff. I forgot about this. It's a flowchart. Is it still happening? Oh, no, it's not happening. Yeah, okay, we're good. Everyone's secure from caring about that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Return to your stations. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> wait until it uh, at least threatens many lives. Once it does that, then we have to worry about it. And it's still around. And it's still around. That's the key point of this. Right, yeah. Data's in another room now. Who gives a <laughs> He Oh, but he's in a room with a captain by himself. And he's also super strong. Yeah, he, he apparently could... has a blue shield security suite in here. He checked himself out. He found no wrongdoing. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But I like this. I like how he knows Data so much. It's like, for the first time, I don't believe you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, so now something's up. Now we have like mm-hmm. the battle of the minds. I think it's where it yeah. gets set up. Set up. Yeah. Let me do this little battery. So now they're onto the mystery and they're just trying to solve it with the two guys he would want to solve a mystery with data. Data's brain. Yeah, it's good. Um, and the, you know Troy has a good suggestion here, um, but once again, it just it it um, the suggestion undermines her own abilities. She's like, oh well. What about his mental state? Maybe we should give him the the test that what we all have at the academy or yeah. whatever to understand his mental status. I'm like, or if we only had a Betazoid that could tell <laughs> us, no, that, that'd just be way too helpful. <laughs> well, that's what she does. She has, you know, tools as a psychologist. So, yeah, they, they did a similar test on Kirk when Janice Lester got into his body in uh, the original series. Yeah. I mean... So, it's just she's done it before like before she's like he is feeling x so she attributes a thing to a thing like to a person um she should be able to denote that oh this feeling is different is being attributed to a different entity than what is normally attributing to data because she can determine the source of these emotions yeah i can see that but like, you know I, maybe she's on maybe she just Maybe this is proof gathering. Like, I kind of would have liked her to say, I think I know what's wrong, but I need a test to be sure. Um, I'd like to run him through this. Then that would have been nice. Yeah. So are images of Karina and Dr. Graves in, like, all of these tests? Because I have questions. Yeah. Well, I was also (laughs) curious about uh, Yar. Why is Yar there? (laughs) Also, the dude that explodes. Yeah. Rimmick. Is Rimmick in all of these things? (laughs) Only if you're on the Enterprise. I guess. But, yeah, obviously it's just stock footage recycled. Some of that was from the movies, too. Okay. Yeah. And I assume the times that we saw Data's face, that was really lore? Sure, why not? 
<laughs> it's not just him looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a blank screen, but it's reflective. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, it is good to see Spiner mix it up, though. Yeah, it, it is. I just kind of wish that this episode had a bit more structure to it. I mean, it, it kind of finds itself a little bit now. Like, once, once the jig is up, then yeah. things kind of start making sense because... Whoever's in charge of the crappy writing at least knows how to do this very tried and true, you know, handling of a villain. Um, yeah. But yeah. all of the stuff leading up to it is garbage. I don't know if it's garbage. It's just weak. It's loose. It's rickety. Garbage. <laughs> you, <laughs> you throw that stuff away. You don't use that thing in in production, in a production episode. Yeah, it was a writer's strike. But no, they shouldn't. This episode could be better in a lot of ways, despite its ridiculous premise. Yeah. Of what if someone gets into Data's brain? Well, that's called the singularity, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it is weird that it's not all over Star Trek. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is it would if you have a concept like that, what I would have loved to see. Like, so let's say you say, I want to know what happens when you get into Data's brain. It's like, okay, let's write that episode. But also, let's write the episode of, okay, Thing gets into Data's brain... And thing also gets into human's brain, and we use data and a human to like find the difference and like solve the puzzle. But yeah. it also calls into question the differences between data's intelligence and human intelligence. That yeah, could have been an interesting episode. Yeah, get that. You know, in a later episode, they actually put uh, people's brains into uh, jars, <laughs> uh, in, into computers, into just a computer that's lying around. So, um, you know, maybe Dr. Graves is working on that. Like, Yeah, just in the hey, background. <laughs> yeah, here's an accident where like uh, someone's going to die in a transporter thing. And, and there's this emergency subroutine to put their brain into a computer. He just added, he just added himself to one of the screensavers. Like bubbles, <laughs> pipes, Dr. Graves working on personality, uh, transmogrification. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little thing. It's like SETI, but for transmogrification personalities. Yeah. I wonder if the doors know. I wonder if the sentient telepathic doors have I really them. wanted this shot to be like same pan shot. You see her, see Data, and then see Worf. <laughs> like just over the shoulder of each other. I yeah. thought it would have been hilarious. <laughs> no. He's like, you know who I am. <laughs> Bitch, you didn't even teach her how to write. She has no idea about yeah, anything. she doesn't know any kind of... She just loves the stars, and she only likes that because it's something she could observe without your guidance. Yeah. This woman knows exactly two things. Dora the Explorer, freaking <laughs> Animaniacs. That is it. That's her childhood in a nutshell, bro. So, I mean... I like the fact that she says, no, you're not going to kill me and put me in an android body. So she has some measure of thought for herself. Like it isn't just, oh, I will do whatever Graves says because I love Graves, blah, blah, blah. So she has some depth here is what I'm saying. Yeah. She's just like, oh, Graves, how sweet. But yeah. At least they treat Graves like an asshole because he's an asshole. Right. Like that's a big step forward for this show. Come on. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There it is. Good time, guys. Good times. Good times. So, more Dr. Slar. I don't, I don't know if um, the lady that played Dr. Pulaski had a cold this week or what, but... She just couldn't, she couldn't hang with everything. I, don't know. I, li I liked it, though. Uh, I liked I liked seeing another... I, well, I like seeing a Vulcan medical officer. That was kind of neat, because yeah. 
you kind of get this like diagnosis sort of thing. Like I just I know I really liked how she di- she she analyzed him while he was just busy being like <laughs> full of ego and yeah being a dick basically. Yeah. Uh, it'd be great if at the next table over there's like a lich explaining to somebody. <laughs> why, so be... Yeah, like just the same conversation, just different context. That would be the best. They just kind of look at each other and they're like, listen, all you have to do is die. I'll put your soul on a phylactery and then we could go and do necromancy for eons. (laughs) We could finally finish our great work. (laughs) And then, and then like some chef is like, all they have to do is just make this gingerbread body. (laughs) 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 It was amazing. Uh, It was not right before because he wasn't. Yeah. Masculine enough? He, yeah, like, he, that was your issue. Yeah, he that didn't was your have issue? enough virility. Like so basically yeah. he would have totally found a way to violate you if only he could keep it up for long enough. I guess there's no is Viagra that, on his on Gray's world. It's, it's a good thing the Star Trek universe doesn't have Viagra. Yes, no. I it, mean because there'd be just a ton more rapists apparently. Yeah. I mean Maybe not rapists. Age, but, but like it ain't right. No, yeah, no, totally not right. Yeah. Uh, Worf was like, yeah, I you know I was told to bring him in, but I, I just thought I'd chill. See, see how it played <laughs> yeah. out. Well, no, he was asked to monitor but not interfere with his activities, even though uh, those activities included breaking someone's hand. He didn't even know her hand was broken. Was well, yeah, but I mean, he, he, he right. still yeah. saw like the pain in her face, I would assume. Yeah, maybe he was getting a drink. He's got he's got a life, you know. Worf was on so duty. Much. He was on duty. He has six hour shifts, five days a week. All all of he's just delegation after delegation. He's got no real work of his own. Yeah. He has to go to that, that stunt thing to learn how to fall down. <laughs> yeah, because I just keep getting hit just over and over. Yeah. He's gotta learn how to take a fall, is what it is. Yeah. It's stressful or stress, you know. His attention wanders sometimes. Right. So Picard is becoming the kind of I like how Picard is like the man of action on the ship, and then Riker's like the man of action off the ship. Yeah, I like I like it whenever it does play out that way. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Interesting. I prefer I prefer other characters to do that to have these roles. Sometimes Picard's yeah. great for this, obviously. Yeah, I mean, this kind of reminds me of the Blair Witch Project uh, because that movie was just. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of garbage with 10, like 10 or 30 seconds, 30 seconds of just good ending. Um, and here we're about to get a great speech from Picard uh, in the midst of all of this garbage. Yeah, we are about to get, uh, I don't, I don't really hate this episode as much as you do. I don't know <laughs> if it's Blair Witch bad. I don't even know if the Blair Witch is bad. Uh, it's been a long time. I'm not watching it again, so maybe yeah, that's yeah, my answer. Yeah, you should, yeah, you should never watch it again. <laughs> so he's fine. He's his lore See, and his Doctor Graves come off a little bit similar up to this point. Yeah, I would have loved it. Okay, so rewriting this speech, he says, "Data is just a machine. I've seen the way you treat him. You're all, you, you, you know. I remember you making fun of his beard, doing all this stuff. You all treat him like a machine. So why can't we just yeah. throw him away? Like appealing to the actual behavior that happens. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good." Yeah, because um, then he's like, you know, maybe we could, then Picard could come back with something like, maybe we could do a better job of treating data, but that doesn't give you a right to just, you know, throw away somebody. Yeah. 
That'd be a good one. That'd be a marked linear improvement. Uh, you see Jordy here, man. It's yeah, serious. yeah. It's like, oh man, and, and th- that's a good shot too. Like you get, you yeah. get Picard coming up to realize the full gravity of the situation. Looks like an extra uh, and Jordy. Well, only got time to check one pulse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that extra is dead. By the way, no one knows Look, who he was. Is, these are procedures handed down from Jim Kirk himself, guys. <laughs> if you work with me closely, I only check your pulse. Exactly. Um, I, I do like this though that he said they shouldn't have told me not to do that. Like he's he's almost become like some sort of like childlike intelligence. Like you can't tell me no. That's not that's not how things work. Yeah, but that's always been Graves. Yeah, egomaniacal, um, entitled. Yeah. So except you know maybe it's the part of maybe it's part of this experiment, maybe it's part of just. Uh, who Graves is. Yeah. Maybe this is an old person brain. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the one thing that I, I have a problem with this, I love Picard's speech and I just chalk it up to rolling a natural 20. Um, yeah. But I feel like Graves is way too far gone for any of these words to make sense. Like he just justified them some kind of way. Um, yeah. But uh, he doesn't. Like he somehow he, he takes like this right here. How yeah. many more accents? He, he takes it to heart somehow. He does. I mean, he, it's not that he doesn't care. It's just that he generally does whatever he wants. And now yeah. there, there are consequences for that. Yeah, He's yeah. Too far. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are consequences not just because of of his actions, but he's done things that he didn't realize have more consequences than normal because data's super strong. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm he could probably things. squeeze as hard as he want and not break someone's hand. But data could, like, turn your hand to dust, I assume. Yeah. So, and I think it's more than just the strength. I think it's also his attitude. Like, he seems somewhat unhinged, more unhinged than yeah. normal. Yeah, no, I'll give you that for sure. It definitely seems that way. I It kind of made me wonder, like, his, it, you know, so he has, like, a brain degenerating disease. Like, oh, yeah, hit, you know, his, his brain was going to, he was going to become more it's, erratic or whatever. That's what it said. Yeah. So then when you think about, okay, he transferred his mind. He transferred his mind as the time of the disease and so I wonder if it just continued kind of this degenerative pattern, yeah. um, even though it had healthy circuits, air quotes. Exactly. So, yeah, no, and that's that's a part of it. Um, again, a Picard speech shouldn't be ignored. No being is so right that they can usurp. It's yeah, so important sure. they can usurp the rights of another. And they do a yeah. pretty okay job of selling us on Graves' importance to the Federation. Right. Not great, but whatever. Yeah, um, they don't do a good enough job to where you really get the sense that Picard has a choice. Like, you knew by the time Picard showed up in engineering, of course he's going to pick Data. He's never going to pick Graves. But I would have liked it if they kind of threw a few other things in the mix to uh, to, to make you doubt whether or not Picard was going to choose Data. Yeah, I have a scene where, he, where Commander Riker's like, yo, Ira Graves, you know, pioneered the technique that almost saved my mother's life the thing that killed my mom is no longer a thing because of him yeah you know or yeah something um, just something yeah. to where you didn't know what the choice was going to be and then he starts doing like crazy one crazy stuff and you're like no you don't get to decide who lives and who who dies you're you're not right. above the rest of us and that that's that's the tension here voyager has an episode which is about a medical knowledge game from Nazis. I like how like like that that quick he's like no no no, yeah. no your data <laughs> okay, everything's <laughs> yeah. good 
But so, like, um, they could recognize data so quickly, but they couldn't recognize the absence of data that quickly, which is just weird yeah. to me. Uh, it's a little different. <laughs> ah, crap. Now we're all going to have to order black coffee for a month. Yeah. Why, why is he just, why is he stripping with his black coffee? He, okay, the icon just poured it all over himself. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, where am I going with that? Um, yeah, right. So that'd be a good, um, that'd be a good conflict to have. Uh, you know, do they treat data well enough? That's a good conflict to have. You actually yeah. get the meat and potatoes of see, of and, the I, and look at this garbage. Like, so he doesn't have any memory, and then Riker's like, "Oh, I know a joke. Let's say, let me can like conflate some memory that never actually happened." So you start wondering if if it really did. Yes, gaslight the robot. Yeah, let's gaslight the robot. <laughs> and that's how uh. we, that's how we end the episode. Gaslighting mm. the robot and Data genuinely trying. I'm like, okay, well, did a good thing come out of it? I hope good things yeah. came. I kind of like that. Where Data's curious about it. It's like, <laughs> Data. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to write a letter to Ensign Matthews. Um, gotta, <laughs> he did not. He did not survive. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's dead. You killed he's him. Dead. But, sorry, I mean, sorry, I lost Rory. We'll, we'll requisition you some new action. I mean, uh, crew members. <laughs> Just anytime. <laughs> Uh, okay. uh, so again, a lot of potential. Anyway, Voyager is an episode about like using the results of Nazi research. Okay. Um, but it, it's so on the nose, like there's no subtlety to it. Yeah. Um, so with Graves, you had an opportunity to do that with like a little more subtlety where you're like, hey, Graves can kill Data, continue surviving and be a misogynist pig. Yeah. Um, is it worth everything he's going to give us in the future if he right. kills Data to get it? Right. Um, and that, that would have been a pretty compelling episode, as opposed to the Schizoid Man, which is just sort of meh. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty meh. So, well, you, you, I'm sure your final thoughts on the Schizoid Man will be less than meh. Yeah, well, I mean, that the ending is is fine if a bit predictable. I would have liked a little bit more uncertainty to come. Like I said, I, you know, I think there are parts here where you could have totally just switched a few things, added a little bit more. I don't know what's going to happen at the end. And this could have been interesting. You know, I, I guess, you know, what I've learned from doing the entire uh, original series and this much of The Next Generation is that what I kind of want from Star Trek is to have an essential question, a very hard philosophical question, and then I want yeah. a, uh, an episode kind of built around that. Uh, and yeah. it doesn't have to be answered in that episode. Nope. Um, you can maybe answer it, you know, in three or four episodes, but still just have a have <laughs> an episode built around a question. Yeah, yeah, have an idea behind it. I mean, that's right. not a big ask. I yeah, I also don't think it's a big ask. D- debate both sides, um, right? And then say, hey, look, this is a moral stance uh, based on a couple of principles. Maybe, right. maybe optionally. Yeah, so, optionally um, for sure. That's all I need. Yeah, so I mean that's that's my final thoughts. Uh, so next week we're doing a natural selection, right? Which is not that that you just said. It's not that. It's we're watching natural selection. It's just not all the <laughs> we just said. Okay. Yeah, no, that's also true. So, um, well, must be true. So what I see is Pulaski. Yeah, Pulaski and some woman who I'm assuming is hard of hearing. She has that like I'm I'm having trouble hearing you face. Okay. Like the only thing she doesn't have is just kind of the ear, like her hand cupped to her ear. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and they're looking at Data as if he's talking to them and she's having trouble hearing. And the title of a natural selection uh, with, with this summary from Netflix. The Enterprise receives a distress signal from the USS Lantry. When they arrive, they find everyone aboard the Lantry dead from old age. I feel like that's probably not true. I bet this chick's from the Lantry. <laughs> uh, we are going to find out next week. Yep. And um, until then, remember, remember Rand. Rand. Hey, I'll make this less than 60 seconds because no one likes credits. Star Trek is owned by CBS Television Studios and Paramount Pictures. We're watching this on Netflix streaming, talking over Skype, and recording our conversation with Alamoto Call Recorder. All editing is done with Audacity, the free audio editor and recorder, and our files are hosted on vanvelding.com. With DreamPress hosting, run with WordPress. Thank you, and remember, Rand.